Hello, everybody, and welcome back into the Nashville Bets podcast. We actually have a lot of shit to talk about, so we're, we're going to go ahead and skip NFL for now. We'll put that on the later slot. We'll put in the timestamp later. I want to talk about college football right now. Two major games out of this past weekend, Auburn, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. Big fucking changes here, boys. Uh, let's talk about the Big Ten game first because Beaver's a big Auburn fan. So let's just get out of the way. Jim Harbaugh took his big old fucking nuts out and rubbed, rubbed him all over Ryan Day's Man, he, fi- he finally was able to overcome the impossible task for him of beating the Ohio State. And people are holding him on a pedestal like he's the absolute yeah. greatest coach of all time, even though this is the first time he's beat Ohio State. Is he 1-5 in five now? Yeah, yeah yes. congrats, Jim. He's 1-5 and five now. like he just won the national championship. Yeah, he's also ridiculous. like 3-7 three, three and seven against rivals now. Yeah, like he's still not a good coach. I mean, he beat a Ohio State team who... It's really not that good. They're good, but they're not that good. A blind squirrel finds a nut every now and again. Yeah. I think that's the perfect analogy here. If you play Michigan, if you play Ohio State enough, you could probably eventually beat them. Like if I played against Ohio State ten times and <laughs> yeah, if, if you gave me six <laughs> games to coach against Ohio State, I might win one of them. Yeah, I'll squeak one out too. If, you, if I had enough talent, pay you know? me the money too. I'll do it. You don't have to ask me twice. Yeah, this really just proves that Ryan Day is not the excellent coach that everyone thought he was. I think was it Jim that, or Jim Harbaugh that came out and was like. Yeah, Ryan Day was born on third base and thought he hit a triple. Yeah. <laughs> Never a more accurate statement's been said. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, also, this proves to me, kind of re- reiterates the fact that I've been saying for a while now, Big Ten fucking stinks this year. It is a horrible conference. Right, big, qu- er, big question for y'all. If we took the Big Ten, like the, every team in that conference, we basically matched up all of their non-conference schedules, who would be their best opponent beaten? Give me just a record. So like, uh, with our like the SEC's best one would be nine and three Clemson, or nine and three uh, North Carolina oh, State. You so, say like Penn State beat Auburn, but like Auburn was Auburn's gonna. Finish I mean, Auburn six and six. What six, six and six schedule? So like, yeah, six and five. Six I don't know. So who who would the Big Ten's best qual- or most high quality? I want to say be? six and oh, six. I guess Oregon to beat Oregon when uh or sorry Oregon beat Ohio State right? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Oregon beat them. Oh, yeah. I got that wrong. Um, I don't who, know. Is Penn State win over Auburn? Is that the best of the? And, re- and realistically, Oregon beat Ohio State, and Oregon is not good this year. No. Yeah. They got dick slugged by Utah. Like do you have, two do you have an answer for us? Is I do. It's an open-ended question. Uh, no, it is. It is. Go ahead and guess. Do you have a guess for me? I mean, I guess the Penn State went over Auburn. I'm guessing five and I seven. Yeah. What other? Well, it was not five and seven because Auburn's six and six. It is the win over seven and five West Virginia or the win over seven and five Oregon State. That would be the Big Ten's best wins Are this year. Are you serious? Not yeah. a conference. Not a good conference. I think most people would consider the win over Auburn better than the, either of those wins anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I want Michigan to get Not in just so they can get dick slapped by the SEC. Yeah. No, it's – I. The fact that people are like, oh, my God, there's really only two conferences in college football? No, there's one. No, there's one. Yeah, there used to be another one with Clemson, but now it's just like – now there's just one. Well, even then it was just – Clemson was essentially the Notre Dame of the ACC. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they didn't really play a lot of good teams unless, like, Florida State to where, like, Notre Dame's, like, USC was a good game. But outside of that, they played no fucking nobody. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That was a, that was a wild game to watch. And uh, I guess I'm happy for Michigan. I don't really like Ohio State, but I hate I love the fact that Jim Harbaugh really, kept losing. But. Yeah, I like the fact that Michigan won the game. And I honestly thought it was kind of badass that Harbaugh was running down the side with a fat-ass chaw in his mouth the whole time. interesting, for sure. Yeah. He just I, looks like he was having a good time finally. Well, I think if you're the head coach and you have a big chaw in your mouth, you add like five points to it. Yeah. Either your intelligence or just fear. And, like, and that was the first time I felt that from Harbaugh. 
Yeah, it was that the first time I felt that. Increases your football intellect by at least five to ten. And points. I was like, damn, I might fucking like this guy. I, yeah. I liked the idea that he just had a whole like half gallon of whole milk waiting in his locker too when he came back and just chugged a whole half gallon of whole milk and probably ate like a rare steak. That's his style. Oh, With absolutely. With the chawing too, never took it out. Either meat. Right, he's more. I, Harbaugh strikes me as a re- medium rare plus kind of guy. Medium rare. What yeah. is medium rare plus? Where you like it more done? Yeah. Something with the cow still mooing a little yeah. bit. Absolutely. You can still hear it. I don't know if he's that hardcore. Do you think he's more of a well-done guy? I think, he might, I think he's well a well-done guy. Yeah, there's nothing in between. I like my burgers. Hell, I like my steak. Yeah, I mean. Just brown. Ugh. Not even worth disgusting. fucking cooking. Yeah. Uh, speaking of disgusting, the Auburn-Alabama game. So I want to kick it to our Auburn fan, but I want to preface this. Wow. I don't think Auburn wins even if Bo Nix is healthy. I don't believe they win if T.J. Finley is healthy. I'm sorry. Auburn wins if the running back doesn't run out of bounds on the last yes. drive. Yeah. So if, we're going to kick it to you, Beaver. <laughs> give us give us what you think. Really, like, Auburn, even though the record is 6-6, six and six, like, they were a pretty good team. They Auburn always, like, falls at the end of the year when they know they're out of, like, the national championship and the SEC championship. Things just get messy. And so that's kind of what they play for. If not playing for that, it gets ugly. But they'll always step up against Alabama, and they did. And then Tank Bigsby run – Kind of gets pulled out of bounds on that third down run, and if he had just stayed in bounds, that clock would have depleted heavily. And then the other big problem was Derek Mason's the defensive coordinator at Auburn. He'd done a great game plan all game long. They blitzed the shit out of Alabama every single play, and it worked. They didn't score a touchdown at all. And then on the last series, they decided to put everybody deep to try to do touchdown prevention, and Alabama storms down the field. So it's like, how are you going to go away from what has been working this entire game and just put everybody deep in, like, a prevention mode when you could have just pushed the shit out of the house like you've been doing all game. Maybe gotten a sack in there. And, I mean, it had been working the whole time. Why, why go away from what it's Well, and, like, working? he at least should have mixed in. I, I get him playing prevent at least a little bit on, you know, first down, second. But you at least have to mix in the fucking blitz. I mean, it It's worked the entire mind, game. Like, they couldn't breathe. He was scared, and, like, all of a sudden he tries to change things up because it, it kind of made sense. But he out he literally outthought himself. Yeah, he did. He outthought. And, he should have just been doing what he was doing the whole time. Like there's no need to change up yeah. the system. You already had an awesome game plan in place. But I was personally just honestly, I'm not even really an Auburn fan at all. I was shattered. <laughs> I game, watched the entire game on my iPad at work and was shattered that when they got took beat. A lot out of it. That was a big. It was a big football watching day, and that game took a lot out. I was literally watching the game at like because I was with my parents for like a post Thanksgiving dinner. You know, all the families in town at that game did not speak one word to my family. Was watching Auburn Alabama. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like it was it was heartbreaking. I mean, I can only imagine how the Auburn fans felt because they, I remember they started they were cheering and they were, had the lead. I mean, the game was virtually over. And they were all cheering and stuff, and then they, it shoots back after, and they were all like chewing on their uh, pom poms and like crying. I was like, dude, I feel you. Yeah, all those. Mm-hmm. I want to cry too, and I'm not even a fan. I mean, oh. shit, if they won that game, they would have stormed the field, and it would have been like an awesome party afterwards. And instead, it just all went to shit. Yeah, that would have dethroned Nick Saban. <laughs> uh, uh, possibility that that game for Alabama was just a look ahead spot for the SEC championship game. I don't think that they were looking ahead to – or, I mean, it is what we're going to see? No, no. Was it like – was this – I don't think that they were looking They ahead. looked think, over Auburn? Yeah. I think Nick I, Saban generally was like – I think the whole Alabama team was generally worried about the game. I really yeah, did. I don't think a Saban team is going to do that, but if it was ever going to happen, that's what happened because they did not look good against Auburn I, I don't at think they really looked good all year, and, like, I think that they that knew they were going to fight against Auburn. I think they knew – like, they, they had too much on the line to, like, look past 
playing a good team. So like yeah, they, they, just, they were have to bring it all. They couldn't block anybody. Yeah. And I feel like that's going to be really scary against Georgia. So they better figure out how to stop the fucking blitz. Yeah. Auburn does have a really good D line and like some really good linebackers. And Georgia's probably even better. So if Georgia just does what Al- what Auburn just did, then I don't know. The only problem with Auburn is they don't have good enough offense to score any points, especially with a backup quarterback in whose ankle was apparently like well, he was out. hobbling the past he two couldn't drives. Move. And yeah. Tyron made it worse because he looked like a total bitch while he did it. Like I think Bo Nix, if he had had that same injury, would have played through it. Like most quarterbacks would have played. TJ Finley's kind of like a little bitch in the fact that he was. I like, mean, it looked like it fucking hurt. Dude. I mean, he, was like, really, <laughs> he was really exaggerating the hobble, though. Like, he wanted people to know he was hurt. But like, okay, TJ, we get it. Go in there and fucking play. He did, though. He played. Yeah. I mean, but Bo Nix is the guy who would complain about, like, being hurt while he just has a bunch of acne scars. Like I know that. Finley th- uh, scored a touchdown in overtime on a fucking bum ass ankle, and I thought they were completely out. No, are you talking yeah. if Bo Nix was in there or if. Finley. Wait, I'm talking about when Finley. Oh. Yeah, he I mean, got that touchdown. Finley had a... I thought... What? I was like, dude, Auburn's fucked. Like, Finley can't even... And he scored a touchdown. I was like, damn. Yeah. No, there were a couple a, times where I saw, like, Finley, like, you know, not dink and dunk, but, you know, move the ball down the field. Not granted, a lot of those drives didn't end in points, but I was like, didn't he he's have doing a, pretty fine. The, the running back you know, doesn't step out game, of bounds. You follow up that game with Texas A&M and LSU, which is also absolutely an electric performance. A&M won the game, then LSU came back, then A&M came back again. And then LSU wins in Death Valley for Coach O's last game, 27-24. I thought that was a phenomenal finish for a football game, too. Really, really exciting. Yeah. I didn't actually didn't get to see a lot of it, but I heard it was fantastic. And LSU, oh, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, and I didn't then, watch it either. In my, I had a huge parlay set up. I think five, five leg parlay. All four had hit. And then we turn over to the Oklahoma State-Oklahoma game when it's just getting crazy over there. Oklahoma doesn't have a chance, and then their quarterback, Caleb Williams, breaks out a 50-yard run or something like that. He literally kept running. Yes. I was I thought for sure I was going to see either like a linebacker or a corner like come into frame, but like by like the 30-yard line, he got to like the 25, the opposing 25-30, before I saw any orange on that field. Dude, I think that's the run I was thinking of earlier. I, remember, yeah, I was. Like, I only was, watched two games. Yeah. I think that side. was the fucking run. I was. I was like, dude, he I remember went on that massive run. And then I was like, oh my god, it was god, my bet. Actually, That's what I thought it was. he was going to score. I was like, they're actually going to come back and score right now. Literally, I same thing. Uh, Beaver, uh, I think mine was a six leg parlay. All five had hit, and Oklahoma fucked me. It was a different parlay than you, but that was. It was hard to watch. Hard to watch. I feel bad for Oklahoma, but. Uh, Lincoln Riley. I feel super bad for Oklahoma. For well, before Riley. we get into that, now double fucked. Before we get into that, do you want to apologize to us? For what? Because at the beginning of the season, you scoffed at us when we said that Tennessee and Auburn were pretty comparable. And Tennessee finished with a better regular season schedule. Did Tennessee win seven games? We won seven games. Damn. Seven and five. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to apologize because I don't apologize. And... Auburn, I think, would be a better team still. I'd like to see them play together because I think Auburn would win that game. What would be the spread against Auburn, Alabama – or, sorry, Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn, if they were to just, like, somehow meet in a bowl game? What would that spread be? I think it'd be, like, neutral site. I think it'd probably be, like – I think it'd be current Auburn team. It'd be Tennessee minus three. think so. Really? With Bo Nix, it'd be Auburn oh, minus with, three. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I think if Bo Nix was healthy, then it'd be good. But Although, can Bo Nix play on a neutral site? I know we can't play in a way. 
So what if it's the Birmingham Bowl and he's playing in Birmingham, which is only two hours away? I, I'd give Auburn home. four. Not that far from Tennessee. <laughs> kind of home. I, I think I think that would throw him off even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so close. He's yet like, so far. is this a home game? Yeah. He's like, I was on a bus to get here. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to go that far. Kind of looks like Jordan Hare, but it doesn't. <laughs> Grass smells the same. <laughs> People with Auburn shirts everywhere. <laughs> the stadium has the same yeah, amount of teeth that I'm used to. All right, my phone uh, says I'm in the state of Alabama, but <coughs> I don't know. So, yeah, so back to what you're talking about. Lincoln Riley, in the middle of the night, apparently got the call on Sunday, although I don't understand how you get like a $100 million deal done in no. essentially oh, yeah. 12 hours. They, did, they, didn't call, they didn't call for how $100 million. considered it until Sunday morning? Leaves <laughs> Oklahoma for USC. Once again, proving my point, USC top five job in the country. 100%. It makes a lot of sense. I completely agree. It's top I think if they job. hired anybody else, it would be like totally different. But I think Lincoln Riley's about to win a lot of games there. Yes. He's going to win a lot of games. I think he's going to run into the same problem they did at Oklahoma to where once they play someone at our conference, they just get shit pumped because they don't play defense. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, they're going to play Notre Dame every year. They're going to play. Yeah, but Notre Dame's going to be down. They're going to play a lot of like good teams every year. USC always has a good out of conference like opponent that they play every year too. Whoever that's going to be. So they're, they're going to have some good games, like some competitive games out there, and they're probably going to have a super explosive offense. If he can just get some, like, better... Well, yeah, his his quarterback's coming with him. No, the, uh, Allegedly. We don't know that for sure. No, he's got a really good I quarterback. thought the quarterback announced it, like, 12 hours after. Did he really? I'm I didn't sure. That. Yeah, yeah, he's not officially going yet. I don't know if he wants him. Though. I think the, the quarterback at USC right now is, like, they're saying he's just going to be, like, one of the top Heisman contenders next year. Now you still want your recruit, though. Jackson Dart. You still want your recruit. All USC gets, like, really good skilled guys every year, no matter what. But, like, the problem with them has always been, like, their line is just never – I don't think USC's offensive or defensive line or, like, linebackers are good enough to compete with, like, an SEC team right now. If he can get, like, really good line going there, then they're always going to have good skill players. He's always going to recruit good skill players. So, they could be a, a serious contender. No. Yeah. I mean, he's going to dominate the West Coast. Outside of what, maybe splitting with Oregon every so or so every so often, yeah, yeah. You'll like, split. There's really nothing else, no one else in that conference that I'd be worried about, especially with BYU going to the Big Twelve. They're gonna be busy playing their own conference. I forgot about that. Yeah, so they're not even playing like a decent school out there. I mean, they don't odd. really. They won't have to play anybody. Yeah, besides like the one odd conference game they're gonna have against. Well, they like, play Notre Dame every single year, which is always gonna be a big game. I mean, but but I mean Notre Dame's taking take a big town turn because Marcus Freeman. Granted, he is good. He's a good DC, but I don't see him being. Yeah, I mean, he, he'll, I mean, right. he'll stabilize, but I mean, like they're they're not gonna win. That's gonna be a harder. They're not game gonna win. Like, t- I, they might win ten games, nine games. That's gonna be a harder game than a lot of their Pac-12 games every year, though. Like playing Notre Dame. Well, is yeah, but that's like being the smartest person in Alabama doesn't mean much. So it's not like they have like a complete wacky schedule. I don't know. They're always gonna have like big games to play in. Yeah, but there's a big difference between like playing a walkthrough schedule and then playing Notre Dame. And playing an actual difficult and then, schedule, and then playing Georgia, game. Alabama, Florida. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. let's, let's, fucking, like, let's talk about it. USC <laughs> and Lincoln Riley, like, the college football playoff committee is going to suck that dick so hard. Oh, oh yeah. Well, also, they're, they're like, going to love USC. If USC yeah. is like 6 and 0 and they played nobody, like, the college football playoff committee is going to look at them and be like, oh, well, it's USC and Lincoln Riley. Like, we're putting I'm, them in the top four no matter what. I'm anxious to see how, they, how the college football committee starts to rank Notre Dame now that Kelly's gone. Because I think they're fucking overrated every single year. They're never that good. They win games. They don't fucking play anybody. Yeah. I just I wonder how it's going to affect Notre Dame as a school now with Kelly gone. So I mean I think they're going to get ranked about the same. 
You think? If Cali, like, what? It's all depends, or as long as they're undefeated, they're going to rank the same, regardless of who their head coach is. What I'm more interested this year is so say like I'm talking about like beginning of the year, yeah. and then like when you win two to three games in a row at the beginning of the year, how they they always jump. Yeah. No, fair. I, I'm actually going to save that point for later when we talk about up- upcoming conference play or conference championship play. But to, I guess, the point earlier, Lincoln going to USC is fantastic for college football. Oh, 100%. Football's better when it's more, I guess, United Diverse States wild, almost, yeah. wide instead of just focused in the South. So this is going to be great. We're actually going to get some Pac-12 games that are going to be interesting at least. Which that means, is Bron Kelly going to LSU bad for college football? No, I, I mean he could he can only do so much at Notre Dame. Right. Do you know that you have to have at least a twenty six on the ACT to play or to be a football player at Notre Dame? Holy like, shit! Like to get into the school. I, I don't had know no about idea. that. You that's think so? that's what people are telling. Vanderbilt. Saying. I don't think you can't be that high because they wouldn't have any. Those, none of those guys would be on there. Vanderbilt was like, um, I went to Vanderbilt's football camp and they were like, you have to have twenty one ACT to play football here. Still very high for like a SEC football program. Like twenty one. I mean, obviously, if I which twenty one's not hard to get, but for an athlete, I mean, if you applied to Vanderbilt with a twenty one as a regular student, they would, they're gonna lap at your ass. Post it on the board just to like lap at. Yeah, say don't do this. Yeah. So I would think that Vanderbilt would be the exact same as Notre Dame. Like I think twenty one. There's no way in hell twenty six could. Notre Dame's private. That's what like that's what like a I think it was Joel Klatt that was saying that. Yeah, but Notre Dame's also Joel private, Klatt's right? Is Vanderbilt's yeah, Notre, not? They're both private schools, and uh, they both. I mean, Notre Dame is. If Vanderbilt requires a 21, they don't care about football. Like, I would think the Notre Dame would almost be maybe even less than 21. Like, well, it's probably higher at Alabama or Auburn. Like, you could probably No way. 15. No way. Wait, what? Higher at Auburn and Alabama? No, I'm saying at Auburn and Alabama, what is the ACT to get in there for a football player? Like a 14? Oh, oh okay. I I th- yeah, that's what I, I was – you just have yeah. to be able to sign your name. I thought you were I saying am, it had to be higher nice. than – no, Notre Dame and like, I was no, there's no fucking way. thing was like I would think that Notre Dame would be less strenuous of a process to get in as a football player. But regardless, it's harder than it is to get into LSU for sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Which is the point you're trying to make. He's gonna be able to get in. Better talent. Yeah, he'll be able to get in with whoever he wants. Thing is, he's got to win games every week though. And is he gonna be able to do that? Do you think he's or that style of football that he plays in South Bend is gonna transfer down? Uh, also. The most underrated story about all this is how many players are going to get cut or suspended in that first year. Because Kelly runs a tight-knit program in Notre Dame. They are letting everything fucking fly at LSU. So I'm interested to see, like, I think the over-under should be set at, like, 20. He's going to clean house with his players? I think he will. I think it's going to be a lot like uh, Chip Kelly at UCLA, where they just cut, like, half the team. Yeah, people go to Notre Dame to, like, win a lot of football games, and, like, it's so prestigious. People will... LSU gets some, like, hood rats down there that yeah. show up on campus and, like, do hood rat shit. Yeah, and he's not going to tolerate that at all. Yeah, so I'm very interested to see how many players he cuts in that first But, year. I mean, all those, like, Nick Saban doesn't put up with a whole lot of shit either, and they get hood rats in there every year, too. So a lot of those guys. Yeah, but they know the coming in that you can't. Because, yeah. like, look at Henry Ruggs when he got out of fucking Alabama. Yeah, no, a lot of those guys do that. Yeah. <laughs> he drive fast, eat ass. Yeah, he drive fast. Yeah. 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 Not saying he's a bad guy. Horrible fucking decision. He probably didn't make it Alabama because a, of Nick because of Nick Saban directly. I guarantee it. I'm concerned for Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC. I, I'm pretty excited for the Oklahoma Vanderbilt matchup. Hopefully next year. I want that game to be in Nashville. I want to buy tickets for two dollars and I want to show up and watch <laughs> Vanderbilt wax that ass. Vanderbilt. 
with their, so their brand is, new recruiting class. Who's taking the Oklahoma job? Uh, be I hope it's not Heupel. Which he, I think he came out and basically said he wasn't, but it so, wasn't that firm. I heard that Heupel and Oklahoma had a bad break. They did. So, so I don't think got, there's a chance he goes The back. AD there fired Heupel. Okay. Um, I don't really know why. I don't know if it was... Yeah, so from what I've heard, there's bad blood there, and there's no chance that he would go there yeah. at this point. I think he likes Tennessee. Like Junior likes Tennessee yeah. is a place that you Tennessee. Can I mean, so honestly, I don't know why you leave to go to Oklahoma? If you say USC's a top five job, is Tennessee a top five job? Like no, not at the moment. No, in including all the history, like the same way I include Notre Dame, Tennessee's a top ten job. Top ten, yeah, easy top ten. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who goes to Oklahoma. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of people that are like. Jumping on the good thing about Oklahoma is they can pay big money, though. Yeah. so people are going to want great. Coaches. See, but you got Oklahoma's moving to the SEC, so you got to find a coach that wants to play SEC football. And so, we, and that's not everybody's going to fucking do that. Also, I'm confused. Like they 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 still haven't done like the. That's why Lincoln Riley left. Are Texas and Oklahoma actually going to play in the SEC schedule next week? Like we're not 100 percent sure on that, even though we're like pretty sure that's going to happen. Also, what, next like divide, next year. Yeah, I didn't realize it was going to happen next year. I thought it was two. So years. I thought it was 2023. It's. They're not scheduled to leave the Big Ten until 2025. But okay. obviously they made that deal, and it's like they're not going to wait. They're not just going to have two teams in the conference that are just sticking around. Like, I think the most people think it's going to be next year is next football season is when this move is going to happen. So we should know things badass. pretty recently, yeah, or pretty pretty soon about what's going to happen. But how are they going to divide that? Like, are Auburn and Alabama going to move there, to the I don't. There's that makes, no, I hope not. That, that would make the most sense geographically. There's no way they'll have everything set and ready to go before no. next season. Based on like how you have to, but it, mash up all the divisions. Because our schedule's already set, isn't it? Probably it has to be. Because I mean, the schedules for twenty twenty two have been released. Have they? Are you sure yeah. about that? No, I don't know. So I I think it's twenty twenty three, but then again, I mean, I'm, they could rearrange that shit. And oh, they absolutely can. It, with that many teams playing, what? like they could do, it wouldn't be that hard. Um, especially with how much money they're gonna make off of this deal, it would be in their best interest to make it happen the sooner sooner the better in uh to bring these two teams over but i don't know i don't know how they rearrange the uh do we think the sec is going to keep expanding like you think they're going to keep it's just one it's just yeah one conference? Like, <laughs> i mean i think they would love i mean to, who like, else would you really want though? florida state clemson yeah okay miami, well yeah florida state or you know miami would be in there too north carolina you could do i'm not sure you want north carolina i don't think you want north carolina uh, it's a big brand i don't know i don't think you don't can want we them. kick vanderbilt out <laughs> can we trade away Vanderbilt? Oh no, that is a good win every year. More than Texas, and, they can stay. Before Texas and Oklahoma, like Florida State and Clemson were always like the two that people talked about. And I don't know geographically, it would make a lot of sense. Would that put Miami would make a lot of sense if you added uh, what Clemson and Texas is that or not? Uh, Clemson, Florida State. Yeah, Clemson, Florida State, and Miami. That makes seventeen, right? And sixteen with, without Florida State. Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to bring two at a time. So whatever. Yeah. Um, Make it even, but I don't know. There's there's probably also, a number of other places. Do we even want Miami? You I don't were, think so. They're down, dude. dude they're, their boosters aren't giving any fucking money to the school. Like they were bragging about thirty mil in booster revenue. That's it. Yeah, and I was like, what? That's like a nickel compared to like actual SEC schools. Especially because there's some rich ass people that go to the University of Miami. Yeah. So they they literally just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I mean, if you look at the stadium at like a Miami football game, like this is not very many people. It's also at. a 30 minute bus ride from the like from the school. Yeah. Are you serious? I didn't know that yeah. either. Yeah, they're not very close. 
it's fucking which crazy. that's has to be super hard on recruiting. Like, yeah. about, like, fuck that, like dude. Miami people. Why would you want to go see her, like Miami Hurricanes lose a game when you can like go to the fucking club? And like, if you go to the University of Miami, you're not necessarily like a big football guy. I don't think. I think you go there to like party, do coke off of women's bellies, and go, like, go to strip club. I don't think you're. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a sports or like their thing. Well, I mean, it was in the early 2000s with Edie Reed. Ray or Ray Lewis, not Ray, Ray Lewis, right. <laughs> yeah, um, not Ray. <laughs> but Willis McGahey, Frank like, Gore, I'm not, or not like dead set on to Miami being great, like a lot of other schools are. Yeah, I mean the football alumni are sure are, but I'm not sure how much money they can actually give. They can't. You, yeah, you can't pay out a fucking thirty-five million dollar contract with an NFL salary. But yeah, no, I'm not sure if we would want Miami in the SEC. What I am interested though. So what the clear consensus people for the Oklahoma job are Venables and uh, Luke Fickle. Does uh, do you freeze come into that conversation at all? Long shot, I understand, but that'd be fun. I mean, you're basically just instituting a more Hugh Freeze would be fun at Oklahoma. Yeah, that'd be fun. Move into the SEC. Brent Venables probably makes the most sense because he actually coached at Oklahoma for like a really long time. Yeah. Before he came to Clemson, he was the coach. Yeah, but that's that's more of like the the consensus pick. Oh, he's going to get there. It just depends on when. But I want to say Hugh Freeze, Oklahoma, would be so much fun to watch. Yeah, way more fun than fucking Venables, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who I don't know where Hugh Freeze goes from here. Seems Does like, he stay at Liberty for another year? I guess so. I don't know what he's waiting for to open up. Maybe he, maybe he genuinely likes Liberty. Probably not. But there's well, no way. You know what he's waiting for? He's waiting for that Tennessee job to open up. Has to be. Maybe. I don't know if it's going to, though. Yeah, I mean, if Heupel can... Heupel looks like he's fucking doing... I mean, he's doing an absolute incredible job so far. I do love how we exceeded expectations by beating Kentucky. It was really sufficient everywhere else. We act like he's the second coming of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, and I'm, not, I'm not that far yet, but I'm saying he brought in a new system of offense that's going to continue to grow, and he's going to continue to put players around it. Yeah. And he, he's not, he's not going to need... He doesn't need... With his style of offense, he doesn't need your five-star recruits or even your four-star recruits. Yeah. He can get it done with three and two stars mm-hmm. because you're going to have so many skill players and so many different types of bodies with that offense. Yeah. Like, dude, Tennessee... Well, Tennessee has been just bad for so many years that we're not we're not good yet, but we're at least fun. Yeah. And that's all I care about at this point. Yeah, it's fun to watch now. People are having a good time. They sell beer in the stadiums. That's fun. Yes. They throw, fun. they throw it at Lane Kiffin. They throw things. That's fun. Yeah. So... Discussed Oklahoma, other coaching vacancy, Notre Dame. I'm, I'm sorry, no, fuck that. Marcus Freeman just got hired today. Yep. So who is, what's I the other one? Hmm? There's one I'm missing. What's the other coaching job that's over Virginia there? Tech. Did Manny Diaz get fired yet? Oh, Virginia Tech just got, or they, they, got, they, they hired uh, Penn somebody. State, D.C. Penn, yeah, Penn State defense coordinator. Um, is there another one? Wait, did did I make that did up? Did Miami coach get fired? He shouldn't. At some point, he will get fired. I don't Manny think he's Diaz been fired yet. Maybe he didn't yet. Uh... There is one more. I swear to God, there's Washington, one. The Washington job just got filled oh, today. Oh, fucking Billy Napier to Florida. Yeah, Florida. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. sorry, Florida. Yeah, that was a uh, that was pretty crazy. Billy Napier. Just like, like it's such a man- or vanilla hire. Which I love it as a Tennessee fan. Oh, love the hire. I was fucking terrified that they were going to either hire like a Lincoln Riley type. Dude, Or yeah. like just a big offensive brand. I mean, Billy Napier is a good head coach. Sure. I think... Florida's gonna look back in three years and be like, we probably should have been so rash. Uh, honestly, yeah, so I would. I would much rather play Napier every year than fucking Mullen. 
Oh, Billy, Billy Napier reminds me of like a Will Muschamp, where like he gets his first head coaching gig at Florida, and like people are stoked because he's been like a really good coach in other places, and then like he kind of bombs there. Yeah, and he just then, blows like, his load all over the place. Yeah, and he only blew his load once, and so it's like, well, remember when he was good at Louisiana, and then so somebody else hires him after the Florida thing, and then that doesn't work out either, and then he goes back to like being a like a Louisiana Tech head coach, something like that, where he belongs, or like a defensive coordinator, wherever he is. I don't, I don't see this working well for Florida. No. Which I'm ecstatic about because I, what, despise Florida with all of my heart, which is good news for me. So my next question, where the fuck does Dan go? Dan Mullen, I don't know. Should, should, we, should he call Mississippi State and beg for his old job back? <laughs> oh, Mississippi State will drop Mike Leach like a, like a full set of bricks. They have to, to be take ready back to. They'd be like, we got, it, we, got, we got your old office right here, your old chair. Don't you like it? Your yeah, I don't know. I don't know where Mullen's gonna go. I mean, where's the other job openings at? Outside of Oklahoma, somebody's gonna hire him an offensive coordinator somewhere. Which, but I think he, I, I don't think he's gonna want to be anything besides a head coach. So I think he's gonna go try to be a head coach, maybe at a smaller school or something like that. I can't see him moving into a coordinator position right now. It seems like he's got too big of an ego to like do something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't, get, dude. If I got fired as a head coach, I wouldn't go back into a coordinator. Well, room. when Alabama eventually fires uh, Bill O'Brien. Do they hire Dan as their OC? I don't do. I don't think. Dan I don't Mullen, think Sa- Saban and Mullen could get along. So bad. But I say, can you see them, Sam Mullen and Nick Saban in the same room together? I feel I like could, they'd fucking hate each other. They would not get along. They would not get along at all. Nick hates all of his assistants. I don't see how Nick gets along with fucking Bill O'Brien. But Dan Mullen's just got too big of an ego right now. I feel he's, like Bill O'Brien's just the biggest fucking cocksucker of all time. Yeah, he's like a dude. He's the. He's literally. The, I don't know if he's on record saying this, but I saw a couple of rumors saying like. Yeah, I was actively trading like players at uh, Houston just to try to get fired because he just didn't want to be there anymore. Oh shit! And he didn't want to quit because you don't get that money afterwards if you quit. I did not Which know is that. Fucking you know, I'd like to see Dan Mullen. Hey, go. then honestly, thank you, Bill O'Brien. I'd like to see Dan Mullen go to like Georgia Tech if I could. Like they could fire that guy for two years because he sucks. Bring somebody into like Georgia Tech and just like make them relevant for a little bit. I think that'd be kind of cool. Speaking of the ACC, David Cutcliffe just got fired from Duke. Oh, really? Dan to Duke. When did that happen? Uh, last week. I didn't know that. Well, Dan, that sucks. I, I can't see Dan Mullen as like a Duke guy, though. That would be very funny, having two of the dirtiest coaches. Well, I can know Coach K's gone after this year. Coach K's done, yeah. So, I guess they got to have somebody to pass the torch to, yeah. Seriously. Allow more players to drive drunk in Durham, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite place to drive drunk. Uh, your grandson. <laughs> this is a grandson, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, he was in the car allowing it to happen. Yeah. As so they say. Yeah. All right, so moving on to the weekend. A lot of good games. Which one do you want to start off talking about? I mean, SEC Championship is what I want to talk about. Georgia-Alabama. Georgia opens as a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Alabama. It I'm changed. Okay. I, I'm taking think, Bama plus six-and-a-half all day. What? Oh, I thought I was going to be on my own here. I was like, if we're taking no. anything, I'm taking Alabama. I'm taking Alabama plus six-and-a-half all day. No way. Georgia, all Alabama's not going to be able to score. They're going to score zero touchdowns. See, but I it, – it's more of kind of like a uh, – how we approach Kansas City this year. I'm going to keep betting against them until they prove me wrong. Kirby Smart – doesn't show up in prime yeah. time. I trust Nick Saban. I'm going Nick to bet Saban. against him until he proves me wrong. Nick Saban was... has played him once. He's like he got, honestly, Nick Saban's fucking offense kind of got exposed last week too. So he's going to mm. prep for that. That's not going to work against them again. But that was those Georgia teams. This is this Georgia team. This is totally different. It's still the same coach. 
but this he's is totally a different. when he gets into this. He's a head case. He turns into a mental midget. He's a total They're fucking stats. head case. And you know what else? They, uh, you know, who played uh, a couple of uh, snaps last week against Georgia Tech? Is it the pedophile mustache? No, George Pickens did. The uh, oh, probably the best receiver in college football that hasn't played at all this season because he tore his ACL in spring practice. There uh, is rumors that he's going to start the game against Alabama, or at least play like a pretty significant amount. He took, he played some plays, didn't catch a ball, but he got in there against Georgia Tech. He's good to go. He's uh, with George Pickens in the lineup. That's a totally different team. It's at least somebody you've got to cover, even even if he doesn't catch a he's ball. He's a freak, and he would be if they, even if he was at fifty percent in that game. You can't. I mean, George Pickens. You have to double team him. He's a ridiculous receiver. I mean, fair, but also honest question because JT Daniels started the year. What's the best defense Stenson Bennett's played? Is know. it Florida? Maybe Auburn. Oh, that's right, Auburn. He did. Auburn, yeah. I, don't I feel know, like I mean, Auburn played to that challenge. I don't think they're Auburn kept Georgia. I think to the least amount of like yards and points they've scored. They had to have all year. Georgia's defense. I saw some crazy stat that Georgia Georgia has only allowed like eighty points all season, and one of those was like a pick six or a fumble recovery. I think Georgia's defense has only allowed sixty nine points all season, and Auburn scored like twenty points on them or something like that. Nice. And they didn't. The Auburn Georgia game was close. I mean, I think Auburn's defense is definitely the best that Georgia's played all season. I think yeah. George, Auburn's defense is better. Well, than was Stenson playing during that time, or was he? Yeah, no, Stenson okay. played the whole game against Auburn. Um, so that'd be it. And I mean, Alabama's defense is not that good. Not as prepared to what they used to be. In. I mean, I'd say it's pretty comparable to what Auburn's putting out there. Yeah, I guess it's similar because they're yeah, probably. Not well, we also have to ima- remember that this. Yes, this isn't the same Alabama team as years prior, but they were also Goliaths compared to like everyone else in the college or in college football. So just having them come back down to being like, instead of leaps and bounds, the best defense, and that's now it's just like, oh, they're top two. So I'm not saying that it's a bad defense. I still think that they can cause trouble to Stenson, because I don't. I still don't believe in Stenson better whatsoever. Yeah, I don't believe in it at all either. But he still looks like so he, far, and I don't know. I mean, the guy looks like should be he should be starting his internship at Merrill Lynch here in the next week. He's also like. <laughs> I don't even know if he's 5'11". I think he might be 5'10". He's not yeah. a very big guy. He's a good center mid on the Johns Hopkins lacrosse It really team. sounds like we're talking JP out of Georgia. I'm trying my hardest. No, I mean, I still think Georgia. Like, this is this is a perfect trap game. I'm thinking about putting extra money on, like, an alternate spread, like Georgia minus 9.5 or something like that, because I really think they're going to win by 10 points. Do you Whoa. think the Knicks going to allow losing by 10-plus? No way. I don't think he's going to have a choice. I, Nick, I, it's either he's going to grease the ref's palms or do something. But something's going to change, and Alabama's going to come out and just be the normal Alabama. We're going to have two SEC teams in the playoff. I think Nick Saban was like, he was smiling ear to ear after that Auburn game. Like, I've never seen him smile that hard because he was just like, wow, we just got away with that. I cannot believe we won this game. Like, he is in awe that he just beat Auburn, and he's in awe that he's even in the SEC championship this year. He knows his team's not that good. I think he's looking at Georgia like, I I don't think that Nick Saban has full faith like he has in the past that he's going to win an SEC championship. I think he's going into this like, Damn, this team is better than us. He knows that Georgia's better. Well, I mean, Georgia's been talented and has had a lot of great personnel for a long time now, and Nick still slaps them down. Every I know time. in the past he's like, we're going to fuck up Georgia. That's what he thinks. I think going into this game, I think Nick Saban is like, this, we're playing a better team than us right now. Do you I don't think, think he so. purposely, now granted, tinfoil time, put on that tinfoil cap here real quick? Did he tell his players or tell the coaches, hey, stop putting ourselves in these very advantageous positions here? That way we don't get a lot of rat poison heading into the SEC championship game. 
<laughs> yeah. What do, what do you mean? What? Do you not remember the rat poison comment from a couple years ago? What he said? Like when the media fluffs up his team too much, they play worse. Yeah. So he didn't want like to beat Auburn by 30, so that way the media would fluff up Alabama. Players don't get that motivation now. They're reading. He's gonna come out all these press dick slap Georgia that, like, by twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so are you guys gonna bet Alabama six and a half? One hundred percent. I I hope the line gets up to the football number of seven, if not seven and a half. But I mean, if I have to pick a side, I'm taking Alabama. That's crazy. I don't believe in Nick to the bank. Kirby Smart at all. The fact that I, when I took the bet on Sunday, I was like six and a half seems like a good deal. I thought it was gonna go up, and it hasn't. So I'm interested to see where it goes from now. I mean, maybe it's, it's been this stay consistent. I, I can't believe it hadn't gone up. I thought everybody was going to be betting on Georgia. No. I bet everybody late comes in Alabama. There, there is going to be a lot of money on Alabama just for that exact reason of you don't get rich betting against Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? You a little drunk? I got the hiccups. Oh, no. Because he's so fucking nervous. Uh, another trap game scenario. Do we believe that Iowa can pull off the 11-point upset against Michigan? Uh, the eleven point, yes. I, they can't upset Michigan. I mean, this is my worst nightmare because Wisconsin had a chance to come in and be Big Ten champions. We flummoxed our way and lost to Minnesota in completely just disheartening ways. We're a bad team, but anyways, enough about Wisconsin. Iowa matches up so terribly against Michigan that I don't believe they can. But also, this is the perfect game of, like, you beat your rival for the first time since 2011. Let's come out flat against fucking... <laughs> yeah. Like, it's hard to get up and beat a bad Iowa team. So, are you saying you're going to bet Michigan minus 10.5? I think I have to. Yeah, I think I'm going to, too. I think it's pretty much a favorites weekend for me. Uh, No, I, I don't believe that for sure. Are you taking Utah or Oregon? I'm taking Oregon. I'm taking Utah. I'm taking, I'm taking Oregon. I mean, going into Salt Lake, right? Is a terrible place to play. Is that where they're playing? No, they're playing on a neutral site. Oh, I'm saying say going that, into Utah's the, home stadium and get dick slapped. Isn't the that way game you in LA every year? I think it's at the Rose Bowl or something like that. I don't know where they play their conference championship at. No idea. Actually, but. I want to say this year it might be in Las Vegas. I could see Vegas or SoFi. It might be in Vegas. Depending on are the Rams away this week? Or the, no, I guess the Chargers would play at SoFi if the Rams are away because they share a stadium. Oh yeah. So yeah, no, it's in Vegas. That game's in Vegas. Which is kind of badass. But, uh, yeah, I would take Utah minus two and a half. I think that's the better bet. Uh, I, I think Oregon wants revenge. Because we said before that original Oregon-Utah game of whoever wins this game is losing the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> so I'm just sticking to that. Yeah, I know they got absolutely just uh, embarrassed by him earlier, but I think yeah. they can pull it out. I think so, too. I agree. Uh, the Money other line. upset that I'm terrified of because I want this team to make it to the playoff, I think Baylor's going to beat Oregon, uh, Oklahoma State. That would be terrible. Really, I don't think they're going to beat them. I don't know if Oklahoma State's going to cover five and a half. But, like, just like we were saying about Kirby Smart, Mike Gundy can never put together a full season. He should have got beat fucking he, last week. He should have. He got away with one. But, like, every time, like, Oklahoma State either beats, like, an Oklahoma, they'll lose to Texas. Or they'll lose to, like, Kansas State. And so, I, I mean, they lost to Iowa State earlier this year. They've already beat Baylor. They beat Texas. They beat Oklahoma in that fashion they did last week. I just Gundy's time is running out at some point. It's time to come out and shit your pants. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just happens every year, and the fact that it's taken so long makes me very nervous because I want the pokes in the in the playoffs. I do too. I think it'd be electric. I think, I think they, I mean, they match up really well against Michigan, which would be awesome to fucking see. But I, I don't know. 
Would Cincinnati have to get beat for that to happen? I think a Big 12 champion will jump Cincinnati. You put Cincinnati, let's say Georgia wins. So Cincinnati, Georgia 1-4, Michigan, Oklahoma State uh, 2-3. I think I'm betting uh, Oklahoma State too. I think Oklahoma State covers. God, I hope they do. That's why I'm all, I'm all favorites this week in the championship games. All no, chalk? No underdogs, yeah. Ballsy all move, ch- but I, I like the favorites. Huh. Speaking of a lot of chalk, last week a lot of chalk was hitting, except for the chalk that I put in the group chat of Green Bay is going to dick slap the Rams. Y'all didn't believe me, and look what happened. I did not believe you. Literally kings of the North, kings of the NFL, just Lombardi's coming home. I just can't believe I put a futures bet on the Rams to win the Super Bowl right after the World Series, and they've lost the three games since that bet. The JP you cursed curse. the Rams? Terrible. I might have cursed the Rams. It might have been me. Should I fly to L.A. and personally apologize to Matthew Stafford for what I've done to this team? Because this is atrocious now. I think he should apologize to us. Yeah, and he Maybe we should agree to agree to apologize to each other. We should take each other out through dinner. I don't know who pays. Then we walk away. The restaurant pays. I don't know. That Titans defense just fucked him up, dude. I don't know what happened. Yeah, he looks like he has been the same ever since. No, he hasn't been the same. Well, they haven't like. I, granted, I haven't really paid attention to the Rams that closely the last couple of years, because you know Jared Goff and his tiny little hands. Uh, but they seem to not run the ball not anywhere near as much as they used to. No, and they they should. They've got a great running back. I mean, Dan Henderson's awesome. I don't understand why they don't give him the ball Isn't more. Mike Henderson? Daryl Henderson. Daryl. Well, we were Daryl both off. off. DA. Mike I know it because I had him in fantasy last year and he didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> good at the beginning of this year. I don't know what they've gotten away from everything that they've what was winning them games. Well, it sucks. I mean, it's literally almost what the Lions were. It's like, hey, Matt, can you just win this game for us, please? We'll try not to let the opposing team score more than 23. Yeah, I know. It's, it's rough. But speaking of the Titans, thank God the Titans have a bye week this week. Oh, my God. Uh, Titans have zero depth. They are it's an the, abomination. It has nothing to do with to zero depth. Ones. We have 18 players on the injured reserve. Yeah, and, no depth. And only we've only had 13. We've only had 13 starters be active for every single game. You know what happens in the NFL and what happens through an entire NFL season? Players get injured. You know what you, you don't have do? 13 active players for your season. Though. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Next man up, baby. Let's go. 18 on the IR. And the sad thing about the bye week is, I don't know if you're getting anybody back from injured reserve. I don't think you get anybody back. Is AJ Brown? Not I think you're no. AJ Brown can't come back until the 49ers game. Oh shit! I thought he's back. For the Julio can come back against the Jaguars. So you might get Julio. Julio hadn't done dick all season. You might get Julio just to put him on the field so Aquina so can get at the ball. But. The Titans are injured, injured. We're bad, hurt bad. I mean, pro- yeah, I would I, mean, I would argue that this is probably the most hurt NFL team in the history of the NFL. So, I'm sorry. How many starters was Green Bay out when they played Arizona? Question. Out of the 22 available starters, how many were out? 11. We had half our starting lineup in. I guarantee And we still punched Arizona. We went into the Titans are, Glendale. The Titans receiving core is a practice squad group. I'm sorry. You know what Aaron Rodgers' record is when Devontae Adams, the number one receiver in the league, is not in the lineup? The fucking the running backs are, are below practice squad grade. I mean, yes. It's not great, but And I mean, if you don't fumble the ball twice, you, you have a chance to beat the Patriots in the fourth I mean, quarter. Three and you contact, hold on to that ball, baby. What I mean, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with Julian Edelman and his wide receiver one. The Titans are fine. They gotta get healthy. 
Well, they're not fine until they get healthy. Well, I mean, but you're you're in the playoffs. I think. Well, you're yes. you're in the playoffs. You got to get healthy, no matter what seeds you are. You got to win some games in playoffs with your healthy group. I mean, are we not worried that Tanny isn't taking over that offense and directing them towards champion or yes, towards winning can, games? Which yes, Tannehill has not played well. Tannehill still doesn't have anyone to throw the ball to, though. I mean, these guys are still in the NFL, and I, I they're, agree. They're not just I agree. Tom, Dick, and Harry coming. I agree, off the but but Tannehill's not a drop back pocket passer. He's yeah. never been a drop back pocket passer. He's, yeah, he's a play a action guy from Texas with a receiver that can get fucking open. <laughs> and we have nobody that can do that on the roster right now. I, but until Golden Tate starts, and he he well he he'll probably play after the bye week. He'll play at Jacksonville, which that was a great sign. That was a great sign. I like that. That's a, like you had to have him definitely. I can't believe he has that. At least gets season. us to where we can get healthy in the playoffs. Yeah. So are we at Titans or capital F frauds or lowercase frauds? They're not frauds at all. They're fucking IR. Yeah, I don't think they're frauds. I think they're just literally a disaster. It has to be the most injured team in the history of the NFL. I don't know. I can't even keep up with the fucking depth chart. Um, I mean, it's not great to see. Also, Taylor wants still sucks. He sucks. They have a terrible yeah. left tackle. They pay one. It was the worst fucking goddamn contract we could yeah. have fucking had. Uh, I do want to thank y'all for that, though, because y'all have reset the left tackle market, and it's about to drop, so that way we can actually sign more players. It's gonna be, Thank you for that. We really do appreciate it. They need to trade Taylor Juan for, like, draft picks or something like that. He's not worth shit, though. Yeah, What's know. he worth? A bum, a, a, a bum ACL like, and a hurt left knee now? His name might be big enough to carry some weight or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Unless you're getting revenue share from busting with yeah, the his boys. Yeah, he might bring his bus with him. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, you get Will Compton as his, his sidekick, whatever team. Yeah, I, I don't think you're getting much there. Um, Are the Patriots actually real? I'm not sure, but they're starting to look real. I'm, ter- I'm terrified. Against the Titans, they looked real. No mistakes. No I, mistakes. I refuse to believe they're, they're real. They looked like recently. a complete Bill Belichick team against the Titans. Because yeah. the Titans didn't play horrible. We had the two fumbles. I mean, that just mm-hmm. fucking hurt us. But the thing is, they made no mistakes. And that's why we couldn't get back in the game. You want to hear a great bet? Is uh, Patriots-Bills Monday Night Football. Patriots are two-and-a-half-point underdog. I think I'm going to take the Patriots. Is I'm taking the Bills out of heart. In, I think it's in Bills. It's in Buffalo. I need a Bills win. So, out of heart, I'm taking the Bills. I, I think, one, we need to underreact instead of overreact. I think Bills might crush them by 45 points. I hope so. I think the Bills are not that good. They have not looked that good. Which, I like, again, I hate to come back to the Titans and the injuries. If you had any anybody healthy at all, you could have beat the Patriots. I don't, I don't think the Bills are a I better mean, team than the Patriots right now. I think that it's two pretty evenly matched points and like or two pretty evenly matched teams yeah. and like I don't know. But the Patriots are are real enough that they can do some damage. Yeah. I mean, I think they are or what you see is what you get with the Patriots. I don't think they're getting any better than this one no. right now. Like no. they they are who we thought they were. We are who we think they're going to be. They and, with this team they could make it to the AFC Championship game. They're not winning a Super Bowl with this team. No. Regardless of defensive scheme, regardless of how well Josh McDaniels does with Mac Jones, because Mac Jones just isn't better than what he is. Which I think, hear me out. <laughs> I think if you, if they see the Titans in the playoffs, they don't get past the Titans. Uh, the I think the Titans are going to be healthy come playoff. They are. There's no way that you're not because you're getting. You'll have AJ back. You'll have Julio at least somewhat healthy to be on the field, and that's when you see your offense. Henry will be back. 
I don't think the, I don't know if anybody in the AFC can take the Titans down in the playoffs. Well, I feel like everyone in the AFC is, could beat anyone in the AFC. It's the most parity I've ever seen in a conference before. Because I mean, what when you watch Cincinnati versus the Steelers last week? Like, I think this Cincinnati could literally beat anybody. Like that offense is so good that defense is only getting better every game. But they could also turn around and lose the like the Dolphins next week, and yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Which right. now, if the Titans somehow saw Cincinnati in the playoffs, I'd be worried. Yeah, they're just they're just dangerous. That offense is just dangerous well, out of out of nowhere. And, it's them and the Chargers that are about a season away from being true Super Bowl contenders. But it's crucial they get in the playoffs this year because yeah. they absolutely could beat the best team in the AFC. Yeah, whoever it might be. Like they could what I mean we've already seen the Chargers just absolutely dick slap Baltimore. We've seen them and then we tur- see them turn around and get beat by like not the Browns but who they get beat by? Um, uh, no, the Broncos. It was the Broncos. We, it was not a very good team. So they are just so many big swings. The pendulum is just going back and forth like it's the fucking like Viking ride at like Six Flags. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, if we get some sort of consistency out of like either the Chargers or the Bengals. That's a dangerous team in the playoffs. That's a team you don't want to face as a number two seed. Yeah. Which hopefully the Titans end up getting that one. We need the Bills to beat the Patriots and we can get in the one seed. Uh, well, now that you're – If the Bills don't beat the Patriots, it's a long shot because the only team – they play the Bill, the Patriots play the Bills again and they play the Colts. Other than that, they're cupcakes. So, there's only three games that I, I can well, see the Patriots losing. you lost to the Texans and the Jets. There are no cupcakes. I'm talking – this is talking Patriots, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking Bill Belichick and the Patriots. They're not going to lose cupcakes no, to, they, to, they, get a, to get a one seed. They're not going to. God, if they get a fucking one seed with Mac Jones. Mac Jones is going to be good, dude. No, he's not. He's going to be good. He's going like If we rank top 32 quarterbacks, he's going to be 15 every time. He is just a more knowledgeable Kirk Cousins. I disagree. He makes a pretty badass throw sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And then he'll just not take shots the other times. Like Mac Jones isn't coming back down from or isn't coming back. Don't from you think that's down. partly Belichick not letting him turn loose though? Yeah, but that's Bill Belichick's strategy. He turned Tom Brady loose. Yeah, one time and had to win because he was down twenty-eight to three. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes back up. Do you guys want to get into some bets for this weekend? Let's do it. Yep. My favorite underdog of the week. I gotta take the Patriots plus two and a half. I think the Bills are frauds. I think the Patriots have been rolling, and I kind of want to take that pick. Not very exciting. The most exciting pick I have of the day that I'm like super stoked about is the Bengals minus three over the Chargers in Cincinnati for 12 o'clock game. I think that's an electric pick. I think the Bengals keep rolling. Chargers aren't that good in Cincinnati. Love that bet. Love it. On my end, I'm my dog of the week is the Chargers. I'm gonna take. I would money line the Chargers. I think I just it's see them so. winning that game. Jeez. And then uh, my favorite. I'll probably have to go with the Ravens minus four. I think the Steelers are frauds. Capital F. Horrible fucking football team. Oh, they were terrible. That's a pretty good bet. Yeah, they're not. Um, I I don't want to take this game, but I feel like I'm going to have to because I just get so strong feelings about it. I think the Lions are going to cover, if not beat the Vikings. Ooh. First win of the year. We're finally on the Lions again. I, I think we just got to hop back on the train. I mean, they're, they Falls play with a lot of heart. Honestly, I'm taking Lions plus 245 right now. What? Money line? Let's hit it. Yeah. Crazy. I, I mean, they're not – they're bad, but they're not that bad. Go Lions. And the Vikings are so up and down. 
And I just think they just stopped believing in Kirk Cousins after that 49ers game. You do that or they don't believe in Mike Zimmer anymore. Dalvin Cook's out for an extended period of time. Like, this is kind of the perfect time to strike. You're at home against a divisional opponent because divisional games make no fucking sense in the NFL. Perfect time for the Lions to come out. Also, I love the Giants plus four and a half, too. I, I disagree with you entirely. My favorite favorite is about to be the Dolphins minus mm. four. Dolphins are officially hot again. Yeah, Dolphins won me last week. I, I kind of like the Dolphins right now. I think they're kind of grooving. Jalen Waddle finally had his breakout game. Defense is clicking. Miles Gaskins coming in hot. Tua finally isn't making dumb turnovers every fucking time. We don't have an answer fucking questions to the media about being the quarterback. <laughs> that helps. True. <laughs> Another great favorite, uh, in my opinion, is the 49ers minus three and a half over the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are just really bad right now. They are really bad. bad. Uh, another solid, be able to win another solid favorite, Raiders minus one and a half against Washington. I was actually going to say the opposite. Okay. Are we? I kinda, I, I've you're taking Washington. I just can't. I will not bet on Heineke. One, Heineke, he looks good. Heineke won me a playoff or er, playoff bet. Yeah, I just he covered against Tampa. Yeah, Heineke covers a pretty decent amount. I think the Raiders are not that good. I think we are a little. Once again, this kind of ties into my earlier take of the Cowboys being capital F frauds. The Raiders aren't that good. We only think they're good because they beat a a Dallas Cowboys team without Amari Cooper. Correct. Yeah. So I. I think we might be a little overzealous on the Raiders, but on paper that team is leaps and bounds better. I don't know if they're the favorite team. over anybody. I don't know. Over the, and that's what they're I'm better than the football team. That's what I'm going. Yeah. On paper, they're better. Yeah. I just don't know if I mean uh, Jack Del Rio is calling an incredible defensive scheme now. Well, He's plus, finally getting out of his plus, front. I forget uh, the Raiders have Darren Waller out too. I think the Raiders could lose any game any given week. Like they could just lose. Yeah, but they could also anybody. put up 35. Yeah. And win a game. Darren Waller's hurt, then you're fucked, the Raiders. That's, they throw it to him. I hope not. I, mean, I picked up their up backup 30, tight end. They just put up 38 points against Dallas. Did they? Oh, they, I guess they didn't have Darren Waller for that, did they? No. Shit. No, he went down early. Oh, that's was, right. He played for like half the like, game. I think it was first quarter when he went out. Yeah, yeah. he went down early. They oh, trust came. me. I was monitoring on fantasy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we have any... Um... Hold on. Do we have any thoughts on Denver Casey? Was it nine and a half? Nine and a half. I'm taking Denver nine and a half. But I, I mean, I just I'm staying away from that game actually. So I, is it not Sunday? What's night? the over? I, Kansas City's got to get hot at some point, and I feel like this could be like a really get hot. It's game. Sunday night. It's the Sunday night game. If the over is under f- like forty eight, I would take it. It's forty seven. I'm taking the over. I just everyone's saying the KC defense is finally back. It's good. No, yada it's yada. Not. They played a Jordan Love led Green Bay team. With once again, with three all pros out, and they scored thirteen, or they allowed seven points while giving up thirteen. Or well, I'm sorry, they scored thirteen while giving up seven. They played the Giants, which is not a good football team, and now they're just magically this great team now. And then you had Derek Carr in that one. It was a Sunday night, Monday night game where he was just chalk or chucking up hail marys halfway through the third while they're down seven, which made no fucking sense. So I don't think that defense is officially back yet. But this is a great time to figure out what the fuck's going on, especially if Teddy is fully healthy. If Teddy's not healthy, then I don't. I mean, do we really trust Drew Locke to come in and throw no. a bunch of bombs? No. Although seeing that Drew Locke fumble almost immediately last week was the funniest fucking shit. You just don't got it. 
Drew Locke was not the guy. <laughs> no, he really wasn't. I thought he was going to be when they first drafted him. I thought he was at the beginning of the year. I was like, okay, he won the job from Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, I thought he was. about to throw some darts, had a really good wide receiver core, and then just literally couldn't do it. Yeah, you got to drop a guy. Blew his load in his pants before he got out there on the field. Matt Corral to Denver, question mark? Maybe. All right. I think we covered all the games except for the 49ers game scares me because Russell Wilson at home. I don't care how bad they look. I just – it always scares me. Titans will probably lose the bye week to injuries. True. True. All right. I think we got to start wrapping this up. Uh, that's our show, folks. Thank you for listening in. Uh, if you want to go ahead and either leave us, leave us a comment or a rating, give us five stars. Uh, if you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe. Follow us on our socials uh, at Twitter or on Twitter at Nashville Bets, at Instagram at Nashville Bets. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. Love you. Have a good one.